0: he's henry gomez an ad agency strategist with over 26 years of experience
1: and he's howard Ibach, a former copywriter and creative director and the author of two books on the creative brief and together we're the brief brothers talking about briefs briefing and advertising while we're back howard um we have another episode and today i thought uh, i'd take a little excerpt from this book uh that we were recommended by uh when we've mentioned it a couple of times, Mark Jensen recommended this book. It's called Rethink the Business of Creativity. And this is going to be look horrible with my background. Yeah, but, uh, it did,
0: but you know, <laughs> we'll put a screen capture or something to link yeah, up so people
1: can see it. Yeah. Um, so it's uh rethink the business of creativity. It's put together by the people at Rethink in Toronto, which is an agency. And uh, the authors are Ian Grace, Tom Schapansky, and Chris Staples. So I was looking through it. I haven't read the whole book, but I was looking through it to see if there was any fodder for the Brief Brothers, if there was anything specific to creative briefs. And there wasn't really anything related to creative briefs other than the brief as an assignment, using the word a brief as an assignment. And I, I found this interesting and it's uh, chapter number six in the book, and it's called No Group Briefs, and they say don't assign multiple individuals or teams to solve the same creative problem. More people do not equal a better product, and I'm going to save everybody uh, my reading the three or four paragraphs that comprise the chapter, but their point essentially is that there's a temptation, right? You get a big brief from a client is to like okay i'm going to bring in three or four creative teams or the entire creative department and i'm going to give them all that brief to try to crack and come up with creative ideas and they believe that it's wrong and and one of the reasons they believe it's wrong is that they believe it dilutes responsibility right like if you and your partner know you're the only ones working on an assignment you know that you have to come up with the answer on behalf of the agency whereas if you know you're one of four teams that are working on the assignment you kind of feel well there's a three-quarter chance that somebody else is going to come up with a better idea than us so therefore i'm not going to put my heart into it so they kind of they're basically saying that effort is gonna be diluted because responsibility is, is diluted. And um, they also believe that it creates a, an uneasy atmosphere of competition because the teams are basically fighting for the same thing, approval for this one assignment. And they believe that it's better to just assign one team to, to something and that will free up your resources at the agency. So it's not really about creative briefs, but it is about briefs in terms of like, who are you going to assign to crack a specific brief? So Howard, um, (laughs) I I, I know that you're in hundred percent agreement with that. Um, Why don't you let us know why?
0: Yeah. Well, if you can't read my body language, then, you know, (laughs) my answer is bullshit. Okay. As I said to you off the air, I'm going to go on the air and say this. It sounds like a bunch of Canadians would say that. Americans, on the other hand, are going to say, America, oh, America yeah, America, give me the competition. I want to go up against my fellow creatives. You know, it, it sounds to me like someone who really doesn't understand what being creative is. Being a creative means that you are you are interested in coming up with the best idea possible. No, Under no circumstances would, would someone... Would I ever agree to the claim that if someone else is working on the project, I'm only just going to give 50% because, well, they'll come up with the idea. No, I want to beat that team. I want to make sure that my ideas win. When I worked at Team One Advertising, which is a legacy ad agency in in El Segundo on the Lexus account, I worked in the relationship marketing department, and I almost never got a chance to compete with the branding guys on any of the assignments. I was never briefed in rarely. Sometimes when we had a new product, it wasn't even a new product, it was a, a relaunch of an existing model that had been spruced up. Or actually, the, the, there was an SUV that was launched in the mid-90s, the RX 350. I don't even know what it's called now. That was launched when I was there. So every now and then I'd get a chance to compete. My partner and I would get a chance to compete. And I'll tell you what, it gave, it gave my partner and I a lot of glee on those rare occasions when we got to present ideas. They almost never got chosen, but one time it did. We beat out the entire branding team with an idea for their top, their top model. I forget what it was called, the LS, whatever the model was. It was their boat, the, the biggest, baddest, um, old man car that they had. And I wrote a line that was chosen. It's like, I did, I did my very best to not strut around the agency because I felt good, okay? So I don't buy the notion that if you sign too many teams, you're going to produce less energy, reduced energy, reduced enthusiasm. That doesn't, uh, that offends me. As a creative, I just don't buy into it all. I don't know what, th- I don't understand their thinking. What do you think, Henry?
1: Well, I think there's something to what they say um you know I, i've been i've been in this business a long time and i i do think that sometimes we duplicate work and you know, the, the experience that you highlighted, I think, is also a unique one, right? Or it's, it's not necessarily what they're talking about here. Like you were working in relationship marketing. Therefore, you didn't have a lot of exposure to certain kinds of assignments that you coveted. And therefore, the opportunity to be involved in that was something that you really relished. And, and you wanted to, participate, and I get that. But if you were part of the regular rotation of teams that got those briefs and they came to you and said, Howard, on this one, it's you and your partner. And you said, okay, this is for me and my partner. I think that that does motivate. It says, hey, we're completely entrusted to this. And I think I think the harder part, if you're the creative director, and here I'm getting to play creative director, which is something that I don't really get to do, right? If, if you're the creative, the hard part is to have multiple teams that you feel are on a rough, roughly equal footing. And the truth is, in reality, that you, you might have a team that's more junior or that has a certain style. And so it, I think that that's the reason why creative directors like to farm out projects to multiple teams because they feel that they're getting different experiences into the the mix, different styles, et cetera. But I've also seen the paralyzing aspects of that because then you get bottlenecks in the agency and it's like everybody's working on this one big assignment and other assignments are waiting. And so I I, I do think that um, it's something that creative directors should look at and, and say, you know what, let's try it. Let's try just hey, team A, um, I'm going to give you this brief and nobody else is, is looking at this. So you guys got to come up with the 20 ideas. And rather than coming up with five ideas that are all down one branch of thinking, they're going to come up with five ideas that are five different branches of, of thinking.
0: Okay, let me let me point out the flaw in that thinking. First of all, I have been on both sides because my partner and I in relationship marketing at team one, we're the only creative team in relationship marketing. So we routinely got every project. There wasn't a project that we didn't do, but that didn't mean that we were coming that we were like, Okay, that didn't change our thinking. We were still 100% devoted to the project, even though we were the only team. Now the other other side of the coin is if multiple teams at, at team one were assigned the same brief. No project suffered no no other account suffered because guess what creatives can juggle multiple projects at once we can walk into chew, chew gum at the same time and what you were saying your argument is suggesting that's, that we can't we can't do we can't do both because
1: you know i would often get multiple briefs but that's I, the you know, but 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 you, i i almost see that as an argument in favor of what they're saying in the book which is you know would you rather have two teams thinking about a, a brief 50 percent of the time or would you rather have one brief thinking hundred percent on one brief and another team working hundred percent on another brief. And. I,
0: I, I just don't know. I mean, how, how many agencies have that many teams to begin with team one, we had about 200 people Mm -hmm. Of, of that, maybe 30 people were in the creative department of the 30 creatives, you know, there might've been five teams of art director, copywriter combinations plus creative directors. And some of those creative directors were parts of those teams. So, you know, that was five teams. And most of the work was on Lexus. The problem with the challenge at at, at team one at the time was, Lexus was the 800 pound gorilla and trying to get different accounts was always a challenge because the client, the new clients would always say, are are you just gonna give us your junior teams? So, I mean, from from an outside perspective, maybe that's how it was perceived. But the work always was was good, and creatives could juggle multiple accounts just like my partner and I could juggle multiple briefs because we were the only team. So I just don't buy in the thinking. I, yeah. I, it's, it's yeah, just- well, I
1: I I think the real world's really complicated, and and yeah. different different agencies have different structures. Um, like there's another agency in town here. My agency, and and they roughly have the same amount of revenue that we have but they do it on they have 20 clients and we have 3 right so they they're doing a lot of small projects a lot of you know and we have more bigger institutional clients and big campaigns and so you know depending on the structure and the workload and the volume and the, you know, it, it, it can definitely change the way you look at this. And you might say, Hey, we can only spare two people. And so I, I, I think that they bring up an interesting point And I, and I think it's something to think about. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, 100%, that. I'm not a hundred percent advocating for it, but I think it's something to think about. And even if you don't say, OK, I'm only going to assign one team. Maybe you'll go from assigning four teams to assigning two teams and say, you know what? We don't need all four teams to work on this. We can take a senior team and a junior team and that's enough and we get covered. Um, but, you know, I, I just thought it was an interesting, you know, take and I'm glad that we disagreed because lately, I think it's been too much kumbaya around here in the Brief Brothers house.
0: <laughs> that's that's true. I, I agree with that much. And I, and I will agree with that part of your thinking that it's worth considering. And you have to, you have to have know what's the frame of reference here? What is the context of the situation and make it work for you if it does? What I object to is just this thinking that multiples dilute the quality of the work. That's not an absolute. Maybe But in my experience, and I've been in the business as long as you have, although I've been away from it for, you know, for about 10 years, that was never the case. And I worked for some legacy shops. I worked for DDB. I worked for Ogilvy. I worked for Team One. I worked for um, Jay Walter and for Wonderman. And we often had multiple teams working on the same project. It produced a healthy competitiveness within that environment, you know, especially when you're a freelancer and i did well, model, well there's the no there's,
1: there, there's no doubt that that's the standard i mean i think that's yeah. why the, book, the why the book is called rethink like they they're basically okay. saying maybe maybe some of these things that we've been doing all along aren't really the the right way to do it. Uh, and i will add you know we've highlighted work from this agency right here on on the brief brothers at least it's that's, stuff true. that's getting stuff that's getting noticed so well, we don't know. We don't
0: know if it was one team or three teams that produced the work, do we? No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> but this is this is a good perspective because I think you need to figure out what's going to work for you. And the other thing that you said that I do like, and I I've, I've experienced this myself. I love the idea of having a junior team and a senior team compete with each other, because juniors will. That's a great learning experience for juniors. That's
1: perfect for them. So good stuff, Henry. Good stuff, Howard. He's Henry Gomez. And he's Howard Eibach. And together we're the Brief Brothers. Till next time. Bye-bye.